0: Hello and welcome to Topop. I'm Charlie Clawson. My name is Will
1: Anderson. It's good to see you. It's been like ages. You've been in New Zealand. I have been in New Zealand. I did something exciting yesterday. I'll talk to you about New Zealand, but yesterday I did something very exciting. Um, and I, I don't, I'd like to know if you would have done this same thing in this same situation. Because uh, I was doing Good Newsweek. I was taping Good Newsweek. And on the show previous to me, Carrie Fisher had been on. Oh, right. Yeah. Princess Lab. Yeah. And uh, so I went out to do the little because they take two shows in one day. Yeah, and uh, I've gone out to sit down, and on the seat next to me was the special pillow that Carrie Fisher had been sitting on for the entire of Good Newsweek. Like a hemorrhoid pillow? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's a special pillow? Well, it's just a pillow. But why is it special? I, well, because like they don't normally have a pillow on the seat; they just put one in for Carrie Fisher. But
0: is it one that she? brings around like is it that that special is she it's her own personal one that she wherever she goes she sits on it
1: yeah, it's got a little cf in the corner <laughs> yeah. so is this for someone with cystic fibrosis <laughs> no no it's carrie fisher's it's princess Leia's pillow are oh, you saying it's one they bring out
0: you know if, if a guest wants to feel more comfortable <clears throat> yeah
1: and i guess because i don't bi-
0: think that qualifies it as being a special pillow that's just a pillow that's what a pillow does
1: yeah okay but i mean what was special about the pillow was that princess Leia's arse had been on it for an hour and a half that was okay. what had made it special, well, well, quite as well-made, as opposed to your regular pillows that have never had. Uh, who wanted to get jibbed at the hut? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sitting on them, it's never had Princess Leia's ass. And I thought, well, like you know, being a teenage boy who grew up in the era of Star Wars, the gold bikini. Yeah, Princess Leia was pretty hot. Yeah, and her ass had just been on this pillow for an hour and a half. What did you do? I hugged it.
0: To where your face?
1: No, I didn't. I because oh, that'd be weird. <laughs> Well, I thought that would be weird, you know. Uh, but I thought maybe, like you know, like, like I would just if I hugged it towards me, that was like me hugging Princess Leia's ass. So,
0: hang on, just orientate me. Where were you in the room with the pillow? Like, were there other people around? Was it on a on a set? Was it a green room? Like, did people see you
1: hug the pillow? People have just walked in, and I'm naked in the corner with a pillow. <laughs> What are you doing? Why are you screaming out, Leia?
0: That would become one of those kind of celebrity rumours about you. You know how there's always like a you know Richard Gere yeah. gerbil thing. That would be like, don't leave Will Anderson alone with cushions. It's like, oh, the, did you hear what happened in New Zealand? Yeah. Will Anderson? They walked in and he was fucking a pillow. <laughs> that must have been
1: a very special pillow. Well, the best one of those, and I won't, I won't say who this is about. But the best one of those stories that I ever heard. Will I be able to guess? Yes. Okay. But I, I've got to, that, Yeah. I've got to keep it like just. Yeah, I For legal reasons, yeah. I've got to keep this, um, at least a little bit vague. Okay. But a, a prominent celebrity. Okay. Um, who, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who is, is this? Be, like guess who? <laughs> 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 uh, I heard allegedly. Yeah. About a prominent celebrity who used to work in a a, a tour of male dancers, let's just say, right? So could anyone who worked in the Australian male dance industry, that's who it could be, okay, that's pretty general. Okay. Okay, Uh, in a troupe of male dancers. And because these male dancers would every night meet, like, you know, women who would be turned on by them, Mm. these guys made a rule that they would not sleep with any of the women. Instead, they had like a Seinfeld-esque contest. But instead of having a contest where they had to, you know, go as long as they could, you know, being master of their own domain, their contest was more, it had a MacGyver flavor because what they had to do was come up with a more, the most inventive way of masturbating. Right, that was, that was like the combination. The MacGyver, <laughs> the MacGyver
0: Association is very tenuous when you say it's about masturbation. Well, okay, I don't that, recall that episode where Richard Dean Anderson's like, oh my God, they've got me locked in this cell. The only way out is I'm going to jack off until I float to the ceiling and let myself out, out through the window.
1: You mock me now, Charlie Clausen, but when you hear this story unfold, I think you will realise that my MacGyver analogies actually holds pretty true. Okay. Because the winner of this particular competition... yeah was due Richard to, Dean Anderson <laughs> due to legend due to alleged legend yeah. uh, what his technique used to be when he booked into a hotel he would order a room that didn't have like one big bed instead he would get two beds you know those hotel yeah, so rooms get, that like, sometimes twi- have twin two beds share. they're called twin, yeah. Share. Yeah. twin chair, yeah twin share yeah and uh, he would get those right he would always order a room that had those mm. as soon as he got into the room he would push the two beds together right oh causing a sort of void or crack yeah there's a slip down, down the middle of the a two slit, yeah a slit between the two beds yeah right right so that would be the first thing he would do then he would go into the bathroom right he would get the plastic bag bin liner out of the tiny bin mm. see this is where it gets a bit in MacGyver. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah he's improvising totally. the stuff that he's got in his hotel yeah. room right he would fill up said garbage bag with the, like, hand lotion and body lotion that they supply in the hotel. So now he's got, like, a plastic garbage bag. Yeah, it's perfect. It's stuff that
0: you'd find in a hotel. So no yeah. matter where he is in the world, yeah. he can do this thing.
1: Yeah. He doesn't have to bring special stuff Jeez. with him. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to prepare anything at home. Yeah, that's right. This is just with stuff that anyone... It's like on play school where they go, we're going to make, you know, some stuff today with egg cartons and pipe cleaners. Stuff that people just have around the house. Yeah. This, this is what this was like. So... Um, so then he would get all the lotion, You would put it in the plastic bag. Yeah. Then he would get the towel, like the hand towel, and then soak it in the basin in hot water, yeah. right? And heat up the hand towel. Yeah. Then wring it out and wrap the hand towel. Oh, no, I've missed a bit. No, sorry, this is what so, he would do. Okay, to. so he's got the garbage bag with the lotion. Yeah. It's
0: in between the beds. Yeah.
1: So Then he would get the toilet roll. Yes, right. Right? Yeah. Then he would lower the bag with the lotion through the middle of of ah, the toilet roll. Right. right. Making a little receptacle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then he would get this hot towel thing that he'd been, you know, soaking and heating up. He would wrap it around.
0: So it was it would heat the lotion. So it would the heat plastic. the lotion and start inside the plastic.
1: <laughs> but he's the... Wow. And then, but this is his closing move, right? Then he would place this contraption, this... <laughs> this pipe cleaner and egg carton vagina, play vagina that he had moulded out of stuff he could find in the hotel he would place it between the two beds yeah. jam them together yeah. and then lay on top of the bed and, fuck, and fuck the bed yeah right that's amazing
0: yeah I just I mean at what stage of the evolution of that like does he go okay I think the formula's right because <laughs> you would think that he would like there would have been mark one which would have been yeah. just the beds pushed together yeah. and he would have gone a bit rough yeah Bit rough. I need something to smooth it out. And then, like he's in the bathroom and he's rubbing his hands on lotion. He's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, this lotion's good. So he tries putting the lotion yeah. between the mattresses, but oh, it's it gets,
1: still it stains all the sheets. It's too it's much not, friction. I yeah, need, that's not working. I need
0: something smooth that yeah. is almost frictionless. Yeah. And then, you know, he's eating some chips. Yeah, oh, yeah. It back.
1: It's like, and
0: it's like, it's a bit cold. Yeah. You know, it's a bit hard when I'm doing these shows in kind of like the coldest sort of mm. countries. I need something to heat it up. And then it's like. He's having a shower. No. He's, he's whipping his friend after the yeah. dance trip there <laughs> backstage, and he's pointing at the towns. He's like, "Wait a minute! If I could just coil this around, and then why does he stop there? Surely he could gone even. He could have gone further. He could have like,
1: uh, he could have like done what? like a,
0: a pubic wig right. for the uh, <laughs> for the mattress, just for some visual stimulation." <laughs>
1: Yeah, but see, that's stuff that he would have to bring himself. Like no, his-
0: I'm saying like that, that's the idea he has. So then he starts mm. looking around. Right. So what could you find in a hotel room? Steel wool. He yeah. finds steel wool. Right. And <laughs> where, he starts- where are you
1: finding steel wool in your Don't hotel, they have a room. hotel room?
0: Steel wool under a sink. They have sinks in hotel rooms wouldn't they what about this well, service department definitely. No, it's service
1: one. department yeah sure but okay only, so it's, it's only something he saves for <laughs> service
0: de- he he doesn't use visual stimulation unless he stays at a service department yeah
1: but I, I see what you're saying about the visual but i'm not sure steel wool would add anything to the pleasure <laughs> well, <laughs> you know like a robot though, <laughs> a <bit? laughs>
0: and who hasn't <laughs> who hasn't who is the sexiest mm. robot what was the sexiest robot that's like, you know, fictional... I was going to say fictional robot. <laughs> Real ones. Uh, Terminator 3, she was pretty sexy. Was she the sexiest robot? Yeah. I can't think of one other. Uh, I can't really think of any particularly sexy robots. Didn't the robots. Jetsons have a robot made? But she, she wasn't very attractive. I was never really into the Jetsons. I don't really know why. Well, I'm not really into them either, but I know, I'm just, I know that they're a, but they were a big thing, the Jetsons. They're like the Flintstones in space. Yeah, yeah. I like the Flintstones in prehistoric times. Do you like the Flintstones? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I, I always. Saw I mean, it. I don't think I honestly don't think I've ever seen an entire episode of the either Flintstones the Jetsons or the Flintstones. Not an really? entire episode, no. No, I seen the John Goodman film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything oh, no. like that?
0: No, no, no it's it's. Good. I, saw, I saw the John Goodman film first, then watched yeah. the cartoons. Like, what? It's all in it's all two D. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks nothing like John Goodman. <laughs>
1: No, I love the Flintstones. I was really into, I was like, uh, I thought Betty Rubble was really hot. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Betty
0: was the dark haired one. Yeah. Got a bit of the Katy Perry's about it. Yeah, she was,
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was yeah. And like, yeah, so <laughs> Wilmore was married to Fred. Yeah. And Betty was married
0: to Barney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and Barney was like, I mean, it was moonlighting. Not moonlighting, it was the moonlighters? What was it? But was that show? The Honeymooners. Honeymooners, yeah. <laughs> moonlighting.
1: <laughs> it was moonlighting. <laughs> I'd love it, to see that cast. That's Fred Flintstone, a <laughs> Detective Agency. That's right, there's
0: sexual <laughs> tension between him and Wilma for about two seasons. Don't have <laughs> these really abstract episodes where they break the fourth wall.
1: <laughs> oh, and despite the fact that there's a cartoon, all the female shots are still in really <laughs> Vaseline lens, <laughs> soft focus. They should totally do that. Man, I version. loved it. Moonlighting, though. I, yeah. I was such a... Would well, you
0: remember when Bruce Willis was funny? Like, he yeah. was a funny guy. He was really funny. He wasn't an action hero. Like, no. Die Hard was what changed everything. But uh. he used to be... I think a lot of people forget that he was, like, a really funny... Like, a comic actor. Comic yeah. actor, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you don't see that now. It's almost like physically he's changed, too. Like, you see him now and he looks physically imposing. But David Addison was never no. physically imposing. He was just, like, a kind of scrawny wisecracker. I love Bruce Willis.
1: Uh, yeah, I was like, this is my thing about Carrie Fisher, right? So Carrie Fisher's oh on this God, show, yeah, yeah. and um, and like so I loved Carrie Fisher when I was growing up, and so I just was like, well, her ass has been on that pillow. I should hug that pillow because yeah. then it's like I'm hugging Carrie Fisher's ass. Yeah, like that just seemed like, yeah, but again, the right thing to do. Were, was anyone else in the room? Yeah, I mean, there was other people there. And Did they see you hug the pillow? Yeah. What did they say? Well, I don't know. I guess they thought it was a bit weird. But, <laughs> oh, they were jealous. Whatever. I, I was hoping that still some me. force might have leaked out. <laughs> I might have like, got some midi chlorians on me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. Like,
0: she, oh, no, she, she wasn't Would a you ge- not miss... She wasn't a Jedi. Was she a Jedi? At the end of Empire, like, doesn't Ben Kenobi say to Yoda, oh, she's our only hope? And he mm. says, no, there is another. Yeah. And that's referring to Leia, yeah? Yeah. So is Leia a Jedi then? Or do you have to realise your Jedi abilities?
1: Uh I mean, don't you have to train to be a Jedi? You can have all the like the. the but, but it is a genetic
0: thing as well. It's like yeah.
1: it's like being Jewish. Like people are. Jew yeah. She's yeah. a non-practicing Jedi. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like one of those you know Jews who like you know was born Jewish and but, would yeah. say they're Jewish but, but essentially atheists. Yeah, 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 and occasionally have bacon. <laughs>
0: What? Where? So this is Good News Week. Yeah. Why the, And Carrie Fisher was on Good News Week. Yeah. Oh, right. I know. I didn't even know she's in the country. Yeah. Is she, is she promoting something? No.
1: She's out doing her, her live shows. Wishful drinking. She does this. Oh, like like, like a stage a show. Yeah. It's like a. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's
0: interesting. I, she was never like a, a like adolescent fantasy of mine, Princess Leia. I never actually thought she was attractive.
1: I've I've just liked how like she tells like you know they were, she tells all these stories about how they were doing like drugs on the set of Star Wars and stuff, which, you know. Would just make that even more fun. That's
0: you think. Being in that world, Yeah. getting really stoned, and then like Yoda, sitting down next to Yoda yeah. and talking.
1: Trying have a
0: Dude, why are you talking like that? Seriously. our oh, Mark, it's a puppet. Just do the scene. Did you see his eyes? They're looking right at me. we was so freaking real, man.
1: Mark, just do the scene. Dude, I think the garbage bin's beeping at me. <laughs> say anything but I'm pretty sure that gold robot's gay <laughs> <laughs> oh man have you ever done anything like that with like a like a hero are you a sort of person who like when they've met a celebrity is like you know because the other one I, I did well the other one I did was like we had Steve War on the radio and um he left the rest of his tea, like hadn't drunk the rest of his tea, and when he left the studio, I drank the rest of his and I, tea. I've heard
0: you tell that story, but that sickens me. Why? <laughs> it's because, you know, we're talking the last podcast about milk and yeah. how like, a bit, I get a bit freaked out. There's milk in tea, and I just think, mm, bacteria. Right. You know what I mean? It's just weird. If there was no milk in it, if it was citrus tea or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, hey, it's water. Um, but something about <laughs> sharing milk, I
1: don't know. <laughs> Maybe Hey, Charlie, would you like to drink your hero's tea? Does it have milk? <laughs> I don't. I've never
0: had that moment. I don't think I've ever met like any real big hero apart from sporting heroes. But I don't know. Like I never had. We went to um, Rob Harvey, who's like the uh, St Kilda Ruck Rover. You know, a, a Club uh, Games Ledger. I can't speak. Club Record Games. What is it? Record Games Holder. Club Record Games Holder. Is that the yeah. sentence? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's him. He holds your club record for most games played in the AFL. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dual Brownlow medalist, and he had like a testimonial when he was still playing a couple of years ago. And I took my brother along, who's a Mad Saints supporter. And um, it was kind of funny, because they had it like a a, a fairly posh venue and stuff, but it was still just like a footy night. My brother, who's 12 years older than me, he was like, just like in, oh my God, like there's Stewie Lowe, and you know, there's all these footballers he knows. And so he was too shy to go up and ask for anyone's kind of like, to get a photo. So I would walk around. I'm 11 years younger, or 12 years younger than my brother. I would walk up to footballers and say, excuse me, um, would you mind taking a photo with my brother? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Looking around, like, knee level to see where the kid is. Yeah. And I'd point to my <laughs> 40-year-old brother standing in the corner. He should have, like, lied a bit.
1: He'd go, he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything, but this is, like, his last wish. <laughs>
0: I did not know. I I didn't I didn't feel embarrassed, but I'm, I'm surprised. My brother, my brother, thought it was the best night ever. Like when he got back, he had like photos. And this is man. This is what football does to people. It makes men like little kids again. Yeah. Like he still has those photos, like in his office, all these like footballers that he got his photo taken with.
1: But I've lied about that all the time. I I remember going to a 2020 cricket match um, at the. We went with my our mate Vorno. Yeah. Uh, the the ACB actually invited me to this 2020 cricket match at the uh, at the SCG, and it was like. Um, this beautiful Sydney night, like 30 degrees, and, like, you had to wear a suit and tie. Yeah. And we've gone to this thing, me and Vorno, and then we sat down on this, like, balcony, and then they just brought us drinks. Oh, awesome. While we watched the cricket and brought us food and stuff. It was, like, it was unreal. Heaven. <laughs> it was unreal. And, um, but there was, like, celebrities there. Yeah. You know, and and um, so we were sitting next to Ryan O'Keefe and uh, Jude Bolton from the Swans, who I know, and they're nice guys, but they were in pre-season training, so they couldn't drink or anything. So I'm just, like, drinking, like recklessly you know just having such a great time in the sun having these things but a couple of things happened that night Uh, the first one was that um I went to go to the toilet but because I'd been sitting down and drinking for so long I hadn't quite realized how much I'd been drinking yeah so when I went to stand up my legs collapsed and I spilt my drinks all over Ryan O'Keefe so not only was I drunk He was not drinking at all. So I was already being pretty obnoxious, I'm sure. But now he smelt of booze, even though he wasn't drinking, next to this idiot, right? Oh, that's... That is not the worst of it Well can I just say uh, my
0: girlfriend who's a, a, an ad director, mm. she just pitched on a campaign for binge drinking and one of the scenarios scripted is that someone is so drunk that when they get up they stumble and spill their <laughs> drink up to
1: someone else. <laughs> she should have just followed me around I will give you I will give us some another some more scenarios <laughs> So you could probably just document this actual night and these will be the scenarios uh, So next up, uh, I pretended that I had a nephew. Now, I do have a nephew now, but at this time I didn't have a nephew. I pretended that I had a nephew so I could get my photo taken with the Wiggles. Because uh. the Wiggles were there out of costume. But that,
0: that people would be saying that to them all the time. I reckon they would have known that you were just, like, making it up.
1: Why would I make it up?
0: Because every adult who came up to them for a yeah. photo without a kid... Yeah. Would say something like, "Oh, it's for my son and yeah. my nephew." So I'm sure some are legit, but if I was a wiggle, I'd be like, "This motherfucker!" It's,
1: yeah, it's just too embarrassing. Yeah, what's, like what's your nephew's name? Yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> His name is Jeff. Lou, you wake up, Jeff. Oh no, uh, Dorothy. No, ah, oh, hot potato. His name is Il Wanderson. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. So I pretended I um, had a nephew, so I could get my photo taken uh, with, with them. All of them together? Ah, uh, I think there was like three of them. But that, so you, you managed
0: to get them, they weren't sitting together. You just, you, did you round them up to get them together? Oh, no, they were all, they were sitting together. Okay, just them. Yeah. Wow. So they hang out when they're not working? I guess so. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know if it's like it's not, the the Wiggles are not like the Pixies, you know they're not they're not <laughs> they traveling they're not traveling in separate accommodation, not looking to at each other when they're on stage. I know, but it's not like the the Beatles
0: and Help either, where they're all living in the one house with color coded beds and they ride like poles, you know, down, down <laughs> downstairs and stuff.
1: No, but I don't think and it's somewhere like, between. I think we can certainly yeah. say. Yeah, I don't think it's one of those ones where it's like if you look at me one more time. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. Don't wake up. I don't care.
0: I'm going to fucking kill you, Jeff.
1: Yeah, Jeff's got some side project. (laughs) (laughs) Just leaving the band. Um, Then Shane Watson was there, the Australian cricketer Shane Watson. But at this stage, he wasn't really... He he was in and out of the Australian team. And um, he was there with his girlfriend, who I think is his wife now, Lee Furlong. And I just thought it would be funny to amuse Vorno by having this really long conversation with Shane Watson, but constantly calling him Sean. Uh-huh. Like so, just say oh, you're my favourite player, Sean. I hope you get back in the Australian cricket team soon, Sean. Uh, so, Sean, who's you missed? Like, and just like, <laughs> but you know what the worst thing was? He was so nice and prick. so polite that, like, you know, like the first couple of minutes, I'm like, this is hilarious. And then he was so nice about it, never correcting me that I was like, ah, oh, I'm such a prick. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're such a nice guy. You are a prick. Why did you do that? <laughs> I was drunk. I thought it would be funny. But the worst bit of it was that Eric Banner. Was there? Yeah, right. And now I, I know Eric Banner from back in the stand-up days. Yeah, right. we, we did some stand-up gigs and stuff. Well, together. he's another guy
0: like Bruce Willis, who eventually people are going to forget that he was like a funny guy unless he does a comedy. I mean, he hasn't really done one yet, has he? No, funny people, even probably, funny people, he didn't have he a comic a role. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, he. Um, but he was a you know a funny stand-up, and we used to do. I mean, some we did some shitty gigs together back in the day. Yeah. So I thought I'll go and talk to Eric Banner. This will be fun. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> so. I, we had a bit of a chat for a while, and he told me. So,
0: you've, but you've got like in, in the wake this behind you, you've got Jude Bolton, covered in Beer, you've got three Wiggles who had to be rounded up for a group photo. Then you've got fucking Shane Watson crying because you're calling him Sean,
1: and then you go wow, fuck,
0: it's been smooth sailing I'm so far. Life. Yeah.
1: Line him up, bang, bang, bang. It's my night. Uh, so I've gone up to Eric, and I um he was in town the next day. He said, oh well, maybe we should catch up and we'll get a cup of coffee. And I was yeah. like, yeah, brilliant. I'll give you my number. Right, I've gone to give him my number, and I was so drunk that I could not remember my own phone number. I tried three times to give him my number. Each time when I wrote it down, I went, that's not my number. Wow. And then <laughs> I said, hang on, I'm here with a mate. I'll just get him to tell me what my phone number is. Oh. Uh, He never called me, it turned out. (laughs) Who who knew? Oh, my God. Oh, it was so awkward. Why didn't you just say... Why didn't you... Oh, no. Well, I didn't want to ask for his number because, like, yeah, he's Eric Banner. He's like a... You know, big star and stuff. I didn't think it was... In Is it. that the
0: protocol? Yeah, I think so. If the person's more famous than you... Yeah. You, you give them their You
1: give them your number, and if they want to call you, they can. Yeah, right. But you can't... You it's, like, it's like... It's similar to dating protocol. Yeah.
0: Like, if you, you go ask a girl out, you yeah. don't ask, What's your number? Yeah. <laughs>
1: What's like, your number and
0: address? <laughs> and when will there be no one else in the house? <laughs> Do you have deadbolts? <laughs> just got to check. I don't want to sound weird or anything, yeah. but... Uh, No, with girls, with chatting up girls, you've always got to say, yeah, here's my number. You know, I once picked up a girl. I was the lamest thing I've ever done, but it worked. And I thought I got away with it where I was at a cafe and the waitress was really cute and we seemed to get on really well. Mm. And I was like, oh, I hate hitting on people at work because they're not there to be hit on. But I left and I thought, what am I going to do? How am I going to go back? Because the walk back in is the hardest one, especially when someone's at work. Definitely. So I went back in and I said, oh God, um," I said, I leave my credit card here. And she was like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, are you sure? I'm looking around. I was like, God, can't find it." I said, well, look, if you find it, my name's Charlie. This is my number. Can yep. you give me a call? And handed it to her. Luckily, a couple of hours, she rang. And I was like, awesome. And so I we went out on the date and I said, um, look, I've got to confess. Yep. Uh, I never lost my credit card. And she's like, of course, you didn't lose your credit card. <laughs> we were all laughing at work at what a lame pickup that was.
1: <laughs> But she said, "Doesn't that you're cute?" It was alright. Yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like it's it's not the quality of the pickup line; it's whether the other person thinks that you're attractive. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I, I once read an article with, um, and I'm sure it was Uma Thurman, but forgive me if I'm uh, forgive me, Uma. Forgiv- if you're living, <laughs> <laughs> say too, I don't think you need to ask forgiveness. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Uma Thurman, but this I read this article maybe 15 years ago, so uh, I might not be right. But she said. It was like one of those classic that ask what's your cheesiest pickup line you've ever heard or whatever. And she said one day a guy no, one day she, when she was a teenage model or whatever, yeah. had gone up to a guy in a nightclub, licked him from his neck down to his belly button, and I was like, Oh, that's that's already weird. This is Uma
0: Thurman's pickup technique. Yeah.
1: yeah. She okay. was like it was like it was like, you know, tell us the most embarrassing yeah. like time you pick someone up or whatever. Yeah. She said, when I was a teenager, I was at this nightclub and I licked this guy from his neck down to his belly button. And the reason I remember that is that seems like a weird way to lick someone. Like it'd be much easier to lick upwards because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the shape of your tongue. Yeah, totally. Like to lick someone downwards like that, yeah. if you're both well,
0: standing up. Well, that's what we, when, we, uh, when we listened to that Silk song. Really, yeah. We talked about the Silk lick song. Lick you up and down. down. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that's
1: yeah. exactly like that same situation. But yeah. she was only going down. Yeah. So unless, yeah, anyway. So, and then she She's said, tall though. Yeah, she's tall.
0: She could angle her head like it, almost like a giraffe eating oh, right. a low-hanging fruit. Yeah, I can Uma could turn her head and then scoop down. I don't think it'd be like a direct line from like the Adam's apple to the belly button. Yeah. it's going to be more of a diagonal swoosh from say shoulder across the chest down to the oh, opposite yeah. hip.
1: Or she could be like behind him and lean over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so her tongue was in the right position. Uh, so anyway, she said, um, uh, so I did that and I said, and my line was, let me get you home and out of that wet shirt, which is like a classic old cheesy yeah, like that. line, right? And, they, and the interviewer said, oh, did it work? And she goes, yeah, it worked. And I went, yeah, you're Uma Thurman. Like, you could have gone up to a guy, like, and like, pretended you're not pretend, on his face. Pretended
0: you're retarded and taking <laughs> a shit on the floor. <laughs> Guaranteed it would work.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> so... I think it has less to do with the line and more to do with, you know, how attractive the other person finds you. Do do you think
0: um, that's a reason why, you know, like like with comedies, they'll do something like, say, Knocked Up, and it's about, you know, uh, Seth Rogen getting together with Katherine Heigl, and everyone's always like, oh, come on, as if Katherine Heigl would go with a guy like Seth Rogen. But then the flip side is you do a romantic comedy with um, Cameron Diaz and she's really struggling to get a boyfriend. Now, what's more realistic? Yeah. Like, Cameron Diaz wouldn't be able to get a boyfriend or Seth Rogen could get a really good-looking girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of on <laughs> on par, don't you think? I always yeah. find it's a really invalid argument when it's like, oh, that guy's not good-looking enough. It's like, well, yeah, but how yeah. many films we watch with fucking hot women who can't find love? Like, Sex in the City. Like, well, actually, there's no hot women in that show. Yeah. yeah, Really? Who do you find attractive out of that cast?
1: Um uh i I, I don't think
0: having said that i've only ever seen the film i haven't seen the tv show
1: right i like the tv show sex in the city for all those things that you bring to the table with like you know you think oh it's a a very female like you know centered show or Mm -hmm. you know whatever um it's it's really funny like particularly the early on episodes like it it was i mean it was pretty much a comedy show like an edgy adult comedy show and i thought it was a really good show but then the kind of movies were I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate the first film, but I
0: just don't, I just, it was not vibrating at my frequency that I understood it. I mean, what is with the, like, it's a total, like, brand worshipping show, isn't it? Like, it's a lot of porn to do with kind of shopping and shoes and brand names. Like, there's a lot of things, a lot of in-jokes I didn't get where I'd, like, compare designers and stuff like that. Like, there's a real sort of fashionistic side to it, isn't it? Definitely.
1: It has a big fashion, you know, element to it. You know, another show I never got was absolutely fabulous. Like, did you like that show? I like those women. But I can't say that I was ever, you know, the biggest fan of Ab Like, you know, that was like one of those ones where I was going, I can tell this is good without me actually thinking it's good. Yeah. But there's heaps of things that I don't get. Like, I mean, I quite often look at things and just think, like, I mean, Two and a Half Men is a really successful show. Yeah. Like, a really successful show. Yeah.
0: Gemma loves it. Like she's an unabashed like tw- I mean she doesn't go out of her way to watch it, but if
1: it's unfortunately on, she no she one that has not. dated Charlie Sheen has been unabashed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't quite get that. Like I mean, I get why you watch it on a you know what it is on it's, an it's, airplane. It's, it's
0: like breakfast cereal comedy. Like mm. it's it, kind it of makes you shit <laughs> <laughs> and
1: make sure you- not love it. <laughs> and make sure that you shit regularly. <laughs> no, I I I,
0: I, I back that up <laughs> by, by saying you don't mind it. <laughs> and so now you say I love it. That's not true. Every time it comes on, you always like, do you want it to sit down and debate <laughs> this? I never watch all she, of, I I
1: really
0: it. she, every time it comes on, she will laugh at the jokes and I'll constantly have to make the remark of like, you think this show's funny? And she's like, it just makes me laugh. Like, it's not a judgment call. It's just some things
1: respond. I mean, but it is one of those shows that she felt the need to walk down the <laughs> corridor. We, we've talked about a lot of bad things on this show and Jim has never felt the need to storm down the corridor to correct something that you've said. <laughs> You know,
0: this is a great way. This is she becomes she's become our second ever guest on the yeah. podcast. I think that's how we should get all our guests from now on is just make up things that well not make up say things about them that are so kind of offensive they're forced to come on and defend themselves.
1: Well, you were doing uh, that was it the, the if award presentations like well, your the, film yeah yeah got uh, like uh, your short film got nominated yep. for an if award yeah and Jack Thompson was there who Jack we Thompson talked about was there. in this yes. podcast yeah Jack and Thompson... we talked about how he should be the. Chief negotiator for Australia in all situations because he'd managed to talk to in a relationship with two sisters for twenty. years. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, he was. Uh, Had he heard it? N- Had he been tuning in? I, to Jack, oh, you're Charlie. I didn't. I, I I did want to go up and and, and say to him like, so I did want to introduce myself, but I, I was what I was going to try and do was ask like roundabout questions to see how we make that made that happen, but I didn't know what my first question should be like if you wanted to find glean that information from him which is how did you make that happen Mm. without making it obvious that you're asking that like how do you do that what's the first thing you say
1: to him i think the only approach would be to go straight to it yeah like i don't think you could warm up to that there's no way of warming up to it you know like you know you don't how do you bring up the topic hey uh, you know what band i like from the 80s twisted sister speaking of (laughs) sisters <laughs> like, well, maybe you could take into
0: like an 80s revival yeah. night where they're playing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it's amazing this lineup Twisted Sister, Sister, Sister. <laughs> Is there any theme developing? Interesting. Shakespeare's Sister. Shakespeare's Sister. Bros. Doesn't quite work, but. Sly and the Family Stone. <laughs> The Jackson Fire. Ah, oh, no, anyway. Work. Um. Okay. So yeah. But anyway. Um. So you, you, I, I would just ask. I, I think you just got to go, little Jack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to ask, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, no, but you you say that. Just. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry to bring it up, mate. But well, I read. How
0: I read a um. I read they're making a a, a telly movie about uh, the magazine Cleo and how and Atrabatros and how that came to be and I, I read the script for it the other day. And there is a, a scene where, because Jack Thompson was the first nude centerfold for Cleo. Yes. And so they there is a scene written in, and it's obviously fictionalized, but based hmm. on fact. I didn't get any information. There was no, I know this is the quest of the, <laughs> our podcast, is like, how did we make it happen? Like, that's going to be the eternal question. Yeah. But yeah, there was nothing, there was no hints in the script about how he made it work. That
1: should just be the movie. Yeah, Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's a much more interesting storyline than, than how Cleo started. I mean, you know, I'm all well and good for good on you know, Cleo and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just want to see a movie about Jack Thompson. Yeah. Maybe we should make it, like, you know, we'll buy the rights now and then just wait till it's actually a really good idea.
0: So who would you cast? As Jack Thompson. Yeah.
1: Well, Jack Thompson would be great. Yeah. If you could get him.
0: Yeah, but no, as what, playing an older version of himself. Who's going to play Young Jack? I could play Jack the Lad. (laughs) I haven't haven't seen him lately.
1: He's got Um, a really long. Maybe we could do it like animated or something.
0: He he looks now like he's got a really long silver ponytail. He looks like. He's got a long silver ponytail? Yeah, he's got a huge beard, like a big bushman's beard and a silver ponytail. He looks
1: like he's in the Grateful Dead or something.
0: Yes, exactly. Jerry Garcia. Yeah. He looks like Jerry Garcia. Right. And like he's quite. Um Rotun? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he looks like he could be delivering presents around December twenty fifth.
1: <laughs> jolly. He looks yeah. very jolly. Jolly.
0: But right. he's jolly. I mean he read out the, the nominees and he uh mispronounced my name, which was good. Uh Oh what did uh, he say? Classen. Classen. Charlie Classen. Mm. Which that's I don't know, neither that's neither n- of the acceptable na- pronunciations. Exactly. <laughs> I think he just—that's weird. I don't know anyone. I've never been mispronounced Klassen before. I don't know how you get Klassen from AU. In that d- beautiful deep voice. Too? Oh, it sounded great. Did yeah. you, Charlie at least come yeah. out uh, correctly? That sounded really nice. Yeah. But uh, he's
1: looking like a hippie. He looks very hippie-ish. I you think know he is. is. <laughs> well, he's got his pub up in the mountains and stuff. And is that what he does now? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, does he? You know, he did find my family or whatever it is, and a, and. And you know that sort of. What's find my family?
0: Oh, that ABC show where they go back and trace your roots. Is that the one?
1: Oh yeah, but he did it. He did oh. that, and then he did another one that was like reuniting. <laughs> Just find my family. <laughs> He'd been out for two <laughs> dude, weeks on a bender. Dude, <laughs> like, dude, where seriously. the fuck are my family? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that did, show. Did a great. Job. You follow
0: people who go on like a week's bender, and then it's helped them find their fucking family. It's like I'm in fucking Mexico. I woke up on like a
1: garbage hauler going across like the water. I have no idea where my fucking family is. Jake Thompson, coming soon to Channel 9. <laughs> Jake Thompson hosts, where the fuck's my family? Ah, <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh, um, Mr. Fritzel, I believe they're just buried under your house if you want to go and have a look.
0: <laughs> so you were in New Zealand? Ah, uh, yeah, I was in New Zealand. Because I thought we should wait at least 35 minutes to get back to the first thing we talked about. <laughs> I met what? our
1: um, first New Zealand uh, fan of the podcast. Yeah, I saw that on yeah. the Facebook page. So he came, came to the show? Did and, he
0: have any feedback for you about the show? like... Anything, like, any cultural issues we had to explain,
1: like... Oh, it's really interesting for me, because I was doing a a show called Seven Days, which is, like, their kind of good news week. Yeah. And uh, so I've just spent the last two weeks, like, being really kind of obsessed with New Zealand news, and it's kind of like Australian news, Yeah, but not... So suddenly you have you get your head around all these people and it's like... It's, it's like it's, watching Neighbours and someone
0: on Neighbours is watching a new show about the Erinsborough. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, it looks like news and it sounds like news, but I have no idea about the places or the people they're talking about. Yeah, you
1: can't instinctively kind of make references to things. Yeah. Like there was this um, museum called Te Papa, which is like, I believe it, like an, an indigenous sort of artifacts museum, like Maori culture and stuff like that. And they had this exhibition and they'd asked... Papa? Te Papa. Te Papa.
0: Te Papa. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. And so, the, but the story was about how Te Papa had been in Te trouble Papa. with women because they'd asked that um, mm. women didn't come and see the exhibition when they had their period or if they were pregnant. Why? Uh, because they they're angry like Te Papa. Yeah, that's right. Angry Te
0: Papa. Te Papa <laughs> kind of the thing you got to talk about in the third person. Te Papa yeah. don't like menstruation. Okay. Yeah. Well, Te Papa says this. <laughs>
1: No blood in the temple of Te Papa. Yeah. Te Papa, I imagine, would also talk about himself like a professional athlete, Yeah, always in the third place. Exactly, purpose. like The Rock. Yeah, Te Papa's had a good day today. Yeah. Te Papa is angry at pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> Te Papa says this. Yeah. And and it, it turned out that um, a lot of women were angry about this. People, particularly women who are about to get their period, very angry. Now, I think it'd be really good. Like, if it's a museum, like, you know, I would cater to that market, you know. You could sell a lot more sort of, like, hot water bottles and stuff as... At the concession stand. Um, But so it was a cultural story. So you don't know when you go into that sort of thing of like, what jokes can you make? Yeah, that yeah. are not going to offend yeah exactly like probably what we've just done for the last two minutes yeah you don't want to be like go into some you know cultural oh what's with those aboriginal people and their didgeridoo yeah and you're like oh no that's really insensitive yeah, mate. that's really <laughs> that's really awful yeah. i know from the outside the that lazy, probably seemed
0: like the lazy turin comedian that's yeah. the that's the joke that they would always make
1: yeah, yeah that's right well i saw this aboriginal guy and he was sucking on a giant bong 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 <laughs> like, oh, dude seriously wear a white hood but you don't know when you go somewhere else yeah like you just see something and you don't know what the kind of history and culture and that sort of thing. So you have to tread very carefully. Yeah. And so like everyone else is making quite edgy jokes around it. And I'm like trying to like, how can I be funny about something that I don't understand? Um, so eventually I had to go with pun based humor. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, and I said, um, uh, obviously the women are just saying, Hey, tape up. don't preach Nice no, wordplay. Oh, I was like, can't get in trouble with wordplay.
0: Surely the, one of the worst um, local references I've seen used by a comedian was, um, who's the guy who played Lister on Red Dwarf oh,
1: Craig, Uh Charles. Craig Charles Craig
0: Charles yeah. yeah he came out to the Melbourne Comedy Festival I don't know 10 years ago yeah. and I really liked Red Dwarf and so I went to see it and it was awful 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 and um, he'd obviously said to someone you know his tour manager like oh, who's a who's a, a black guy that's been in the the media lately that, you know, I could could sort of reference. And it was when Nicky Winmar had been having trouble with the St Kilda Football Club. Nicky Winmar is a very famous Aboriginal AFL footballer. held up his shirt to show... Very iconic image of the AFL. Yeah. So um, I didn't know this, but apparently Craig Charles had been in trouble with the law back in the UK. I think he had a girlfriend who accused him of rape or... Or beating her. And he even went to jail for sure. I think yep. he was acquitted or, or wasn't charged or something like that. Yep. But he did do some time. So in his stand up, he was kind of like, you know, sort of referencing that, you know, that he was this bad boy that, you know, had been in trouble with the law. And then he was trying to make the comparison to like, you know, getting confused over here with another black guy had been in trouble with the law. And he kept saying, oh, there goes Nikki Winmar. But the problem was, Nikki Winmar had never been accused of like anything uh, but, like closely associated with what he'd yeah. been associated kind with. kind of like
1: 50 Cent saying, hey, oh, just the people are like, there goes Martin Luther King. Yeah. But they're really, <laughs> like, they've both been in the papers, but, but for very different sort of reasons. But even
0: more than that, like, Craig Charles doesn't look that black. Like, he mm. doesn't even look vaguely Aboriginal. Like, there is not even not even on the same continent. Like, it's a, it's, it was hard enough for you to make the association with a name, and then, like, mm.
1: Although, ironically, it, if he'd come out, like, this year and gone, there goes Andrew Lovett... Yeah. It would the have been, reference bang on would the, have money. been <laughs> the reference would have worked really beautifully. He yeah. <laughs> was ahead of his time, yeah, Craig yeah. Charles. Is that what you're trying to say? He was a visionary. Yeah. Um, it was freezing cold in New Zealand. Absolutely yeah. freezing cold. Like, I just have not been that cold in so long. And I went and um, bought some fingerless gloves. And I uh, um, had a conundrum. Yeah. Because... I, I went into the bathroom just to like you know go to the toilet. Um, <laughs> I went to the bathroom just to go to the toilet, as opposed to all those other times I go into bathrooms you know hang out George Michael style, um, uh, just uh, like to urinate. Yeah. And um, good. <laughs> well, it's important to the story. <laughs> okay. It, I d- didn't think about taking my fingerless gloves off beforehand no. because I didn't really need to no. because. I've still got my fingers. Yeah, you got about, you've
0: got full mobility. Yeah, totally right. And precision grip, all yeah. that kind of stuff that you need. Yeah,
1: all the things that you need, right? Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> I thought, well, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. But then I realised you're in this weird situation after you're done, where oh, you got to wash your hands. You got to wash your hands. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I hate that. There, I've been in that situation. So what did you do? I just washed my fingertips.
0: Yeah, that's right. You run a little bit of water into a yeah. bowl, and, and it's then like, just it's, wash it's like eating at a seafood restaurant. You get a little. <laughs> It's when you've worn the fingerless gloves that's how you <laughs> yeah, wash I, your hands it's a little prawn bowl yeah that's right yeah. you just dip it in <laughs> <laughs> shake them off and you're out of there that's, that's <laughs> was <just> it snowing <laughs> over there? I've never been to New Zealand like what I do know about New Zealand is is this right they seem to me to be like the cooler cousin of Australia you know what I mean like Their film industry is doing really well you know they had a female prime minister before like us they were opposed to kind of the invasion of iraq like it's this tiny little country and they're very similar to us but they just seem to be
1: like i don't know cooler there is definitely an element of like you know and like really committed to causes i remember um i was there in december last year and it was freezing in december which is summer and there was a big um, uh, anti-global warming protest right? like down the main street. And it was really well attended. You're like, and really, dude, if
0: there's one fucking country. Yeah. I was like,
1: honestly, it was raining. And there's still protesting, there, And it's December. And I was like, I'm out on my balcony, like spraying my deodorant in the air, <laughs> hoping to like open up a hole in the ozone layer, at least over my balcony, so I can get some warmth. Yeah. I'm like, there are polar bears moving away from New Zealand. Um but the, but they are they're really committed to the environment and stuff like that. But they don't have heaps of celebrities. Yeah. So at this thing, this was like their big three. We're all at this like uh, climate change. Uh, apart from the All Blacks, who are kind of the really big yeah, celebrities. Yeah. But uh, so on this bill, from order of, in my opinion, most famous through to least famous. But you maybe argue that that, that I'm not right in the order. In first place, uh, Reese Darby. Yeah. Right. You know, he's a pretty big star these days. Yeah. Uh, in second place, Lucy Lawless. Oh, yeah, fair Xena, enough. the Xena warrior Ray princess. princess. Yep. And in third place... Rachel Hunter? No. No. Keisha Castle-Hughes. Oh, yeah, Wild well, The Wild right. Rider. Yeah, it's yeah, enough.
0: Yeah. And she also played Mary, Mother of God. Yeah, I know. In the nativity story.
1: And she's had about nine kids and she's like 14.
0: Yeah, well, that was... I think she had her first kid when, like, ironically, when
1: she was playing uh, the Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> She was visited by God on set. She was a real character actress. Yeah, but then they're like big three, so you kind of do see them trot out the. And like, I was there for the whole Commonwealth Games, yeah. which is so different because like Australian TV when the Commonwealth Games are on, you just see these people you've never heard of coming back through the airport looking like Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. you know. And in New Zealand, they're like, you know, front page news: we want a silver. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really weird to to be involved, and they, um, but. It it's a cool joint. Like I really I like I think it's it's a really kind of creative and interesting place in New Zealand. Did, but did you like
0: Lord of the Rings? Are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Is that one of your
1: Not really. Did
0: you notice like isn't it weird how I guess if Star Wars was kind of like the fantasy you know, juggernaut of the 70s and 80s. There wasn't really anything between then and then Lord of the Rings came along and took the mantle. And it's a bit weird. Like, Lord of the Rings has become kind of the new sort of, like, fantasy touchstone. Kind yeah. of Like, everyone wants to have a Lord of the Rings franchise now and it's just, like, made a fortune. But I don't know, man. Like, I know this is like... Well, I'll tell you saying, a story
1: about how full-on people are about Lord of the Rings. There's yeah. a New Zealand comic called Steve Wrigley who I gigged with a bit while I was there. And he gets recognised he says in the street these days still from mm. Lord of the Rings yeah he's in two shots so there's a conversation and so it goes to the person back to him back to the person back to him that's yeah. it that's any I don't know if he even has a line but he's in two shots yeah in the DVD director's cut of one of the movies So he wasn't actually in In the the cinema versions of the movies. (laughs) He's in the DVD, like, director's cut for two shots, and he gets recognised in the street from Lord of the Rings. That's unbelievable. It's amazing.
0: Like, in New Zealand or anywhere?
1: Well, I I guess in New Zealand, but... Yeah, fuck, man. I don't know.
0: I don't think I'd recognise anyone from those films, apart from, like, you know, Orlando Bloom and...
1: Who else was in it? I don't know. Uh, Um, Kate Blanchett? Oh, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Hugo Weaving?
0: Yeah, I recognize him.
1: Uh, the D- Dominic Monaghan from Lost?
0: Yeah, I don't really know him. I mean, I know him, but I don't know him. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they have just they've, uh, going ahead with The Hobbit now. They've just yeah. cast The Hobbit. And um, there's been a bit of friction between um, Peter Jackson's production company and Australian a- Australian Actors' Equity. Australian, mm. What's it called? The union. The ec- no, Actors, Equity. Actors' Equity. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting because Peter Jackson wrote an open letter to all the actors who were maybe going to be put in mm-hmm. the film because
1: apparently the letter was about three pages longer than it should have be been. <laughs> well, he, it looked fantastic, but it was really a lot of padding in yeah, the middle that, of the letter. There was
0: four, that, at the end of it, there was like four different <laughs> endings, yeah. and it was like <laughs> Jesus Christ! I right about every department. Yeah, it
1: was equivalent of uh, P.S. P.P.S. <laughs> P.P.P.S. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a teenage girl writing a letter to somebody else where there was more PSs than there was the actual text of the original letter.
0: Well he made a reference in the letter where he was talking about um, he felt like uh, he, they were being bullied. like he felt like that the um, their older cousins were bullying them and it was like cousins. Yeah, is that what it's like? How do you define fraternal relationship of countries like, is everyone cousins or are some countries closer?
1: Because nah, it seems to
0: me that some countries would be like closer, you know, like they're like, no, nah, Australia,
1: Australia and New Zealand, we're basically the same country for every, anything that... So we're brothers. We could be brothers. Yeah, we're brothers. It's, it's certainly big brother, little brother. That's yeah. that's exactly what the dynamic is. And we have more in common with New Zealand than we have with any other country totally. in the world. Like, you know, it, 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 you know, well, you don't have to like get a visa or anything to go there. Yeah. You know, we have the same 20 cent
0: coins. So would you reckon the States and Canada have the same cousins relationship? Because one of them is super big and the yeah. other one's kind of moderately
1: big. Yeah, well that's I think they feel about us the way that um Canadians feel about Americans. Yeah, right. Like we're the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah. We're not the you know, we're the kind of we're the We're the dumb, bloated yeah. dinosaurs. Look at those Australians with all their gold medals in <laughs> the games. Oh how they! Oh how they love themselves and their success, <laughs> you know. And you do. That's what it feels like. You go. I hate Australia too. Well, we said that you know you do the sheep. The sheep
0: root is always like the yep. other country. Are we sheep rooters to them? Or no, no. Australian I think side? that I
1: think they're aware that. No. They have to accept the, they call, like the smaller countries. Do you know how they children. call Australia Aussie, though? They, Their they reference to it, like, you know, they would talk, they talk... Even on the news and stuff, they would talk... Like, I was watching this sports show, and it was brilliant, because it was on one of their main free-to-air TV shows, but it was, like there would be camera angles where people were half cut off or they were out of shot. What do you mean? Like Like,
0: live, what was it? It was like a
1: live sports show that was on each night, right? Yeah. And there was a guy and a girl who hosted it, but like the camera would miss them (laughs) or like when one guy was interviewing someone else, she'd just be half cut out. And you go, is she there or not? Because if she leaned into shot, she'd be in shot or out shot. And then at one stage, the host started yelling at someone who was off camera just talking to him I'm like is this do they know this is on <laughs> this is not some sort of Truman-esque is it know? like you
0: saw the anchor woman like she's talking and she sort of pulls a string and drags the camera left as she turns <laughs> she's operating her own camera and she talks you see her rolling her own audio cue yeah
1: it was unreal Um, yeah but they—they they, they, their abbreviation for Australia is Aussie they refer to the Australia as Aussie. In sentence um, so you're from Aussie yeah you're from Aussie oh yeah I like oh, that. yeah when are you going home to Aussie
0: and are you also known as an Aussie? So it's like a, a noun and... Yeah, uh, I guess so.
1: Adjective? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're an Aussie. Yeah. You're
1: an Aussie from Aussie. You're an Aussie from Aussie.
0: That would uh, that couldn't apply in any other situation, could it? You, what other countries? You're a Yank from America. You're a Kiwi from New Zealand. You do no, say okay. you're an American from America. If you're from
1: um, Austria, you could be an Aussie from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I did say one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life and this is quite, it's got an element of schadenfreude about it, but I... Uh, um, schadenfreude. What? What did you say? I thought it was schadenfreude. Did I say freude? I thought it was schadenfreude. 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 Whatever. It whatever. It means
0: uh, uh, taking pleasure in other people's misfortune. Yeah,
1: whatever it is. Um, Cuntism. <laughs> uh, there was this woman, this elderly woman, uh, who I saw on the escalators and she went up the wrong escalators. So she went up the, the down, coming down the one's coming down.
0: The that's I mean what do you mean she went up them she pretty much as soon as you take a step you yeah. you Yeah. Well, them. yeah,
1: but th- that's the thing. That's what most of us would do, right? <laughs> oh, I like when <laughs> but, <it's> <laughs> <starting>. <laughs> <laughs> but she I was yeah, not yeah. going to be deterred by the fact that, the that they were, were going in the, in the wrong direction. direction. <laughs> she thought, it, obviously thought it was some sort of optical illusion or something. So <laughs> she started going up. Was she an old lady? <laughs> like, old. So she's one of those
0: people she's probably just like just really curmudgeonly just like, yeah. God, this new fangled <laughs> stairs? Like, why? Well, on no,
1: my day they didn't move at all. Why are they moving backwards? Well, <laughs> I'll show you this stairs. <laughs> and so she kept going and like, she's just not like she got three quarters of the way up and then just like really obviously had expended it was essentially like you know on gladiators when they got on that end travelator and they were going up the travelator you know the oh yeah and then yeah. they get like up to the top and they wouldn't quite make it yeah, they yeah, fall, fall on their face yeah, yeah. and go down again yeah, yeah, that's what happened to her but on an escalator like with sharp oh. metal stairs how many steps did she get up Oh, she w- I wish she would have got up like 10 steps At or something. At what somewhere. point,
0: though, do you think this is fucking stupid? Like, there must be another way. Oh, I would have thought first step.
1: Like, yeah. as soon as I get on down the bottom and then I...
0: But was, she- was she mental? No.
1: Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah. I Who knows? I tell.
0: You didn't take her for immediate <laughs> psych
1: assessment? <laughs>
0: hoarding up on an ink I, I, plot What do yeah, you see? I, I stairs, stairs.
1: I, I, Only going one way. I happen to have a series of eight Orshak, uh, what are they? Rorschach, Rorschach. Rorschach ink tests in my pocket. So I went over while she was lying bleeding. <laughs> Open somewhere. your eyes, old lady. Now, what is this? Butterfly or a vagina? <laughs> Except your Rorschachs are all
0: very explicit, just vaginas. Every one of them. It's just there's no argument that looked look
1: like a vagina. What do you see? A vagina. It's a vagina. Interesting. 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 What do you see? Well, vagina. It's another vagina. Very interesting. You've clearly just got a, a Penthouse magazine. <laughs> That's not even an ink plot. <laughs> You're just showing me a centerfold from Hustler. You're showing me a... I don't of... think you are a doctor. Interesting. It's very interesting that you would say that. <laughs> All right,
0: uh, let's wind it up. Um, right. So uh, uh, we'll be back again next week. I was reading something um, on our talkback where uh, someone, because we had posted a few weeks back about how we should sign off. Mm. And, um, you know, people had made some suggestions. Some were good, some were bad. And someone said, um, there's a show they listen to, I think it's a BBC show, where they just cut off mid-sentence so they don't address it at all. Like They're just like mid-stream talking just and stop. they Just stop. And they just stopped. I thought it was really good. But one person posted saying, Whatever you do, don't finish the show by plugging Facebook and Twitter because that's what everyone does. Ah, yeah, I know, but it's hard because you need people. We need need people to listen to get to your Facebook and Twitter. Well, maybe we can break it up. Maybe next episode we should maybe plug it at the start and then you know. But I really don't know another way to finish it. I mean, it's the only way I can really signal to you that it's well, apart from me every time saying let's wind it up. But there's no other way. I just, I'm not comfortable with finishing any other way. That's all right. We can just do that. What, just start. Find us
1: on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. And um, uh, there's Tofop quotes on ah, Twitter. Yeah. I love that page. That's great. I um, I sent a message to the... Have
0: you the, read some that you don't remember saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I, guess,
1: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying
0: it. It's a bit like yeah. having like a... a um, uh, Alzheimer's, mm. like it's like, well, it's like, like Alzheimer's,
1: <laughs> I love that you forgot what Alzheimer's, like, ironically, you could not remember the word for Alzheimer's, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> what's the name of that thing where <laughs> oh, you can't remember what words are, <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson, I'm <laughs> Will Anderson.